of you to know it, Thousand Hills Ranch Church exists to reach the unchurched Western culture with the gospel of Jesus Christ by tearing down religious barriers and building authentic Well, that's what we're about, and if you've never been to our church, you might notice that we do things a little different. We like to uh, we like to say that we like to tear down religious barriers, and one of those is you can come as you are. If you like wearing your cowboy hat on Monday or Tuesday, you can wear it to church on Sunday as well. Amen? Amen. If you uh, you got to feed on Sundays before you come to church and you want to come dirty, that's uh, that's acceptable as well. If you get your kids get stuck in the mud on Sunday morning and you want to stay home because they're muddy, bring them anyways. My kids are muddy every Sunday. <laughs> One of the things that we've tried to do at our church is to create a church that you can come just as you are. And we will, we will welcome you uh, to our church. We meet at the Woodward Livestock Auction every Sunday at 1030, and we have a, a rip-roaring time. We do things kind of a little western, but they're always uh, for the glory of God, and, and we're excited. Um, well, today, I want to ask you a question. How many of you guys have ever hesitated to do something, and it either got you hurt or you lost something, it cost you something? Anybody ever done that? You've hesitated to do something, and it either got you hurt or you, it cost you something. Well, in the cowboy world, in the rodeo or whatever it is, ranch rodeos or whatever, in the cowboy world, if you hesitate... A lot of times, in the fa that famous phrase that I've always heard, if you hesitate, you get your teeth kicked in. Has anybody been there? I mean, have you ever uh, noticed that if you go to like you, you go to a ranch rodeo and you see some guys and they're in the wild cow milking, and uh, one of them <coughs> hesitates a little bit and they don't blow to that cow, what happens sometimes? They get kicked, they get ran over, they do a backflip because they get hung up in the rope. I mean, everything can kind of happen. Or, let's say you're uh, starting a cult like these cults out here. If you go to saddle that cult and you hesitate a little bit, that cult may split in two. You need to get that saddle cinched up and get it going. If you hesitate when you're throwing your leg over a two-year-old, you may get split in two. And you may even get yard darted. Um, but here's the thing about cowboying. You cannot hesitate in a lot of instances. A lot of times you need to run, right? If you've ever been in the alley with a with a, a nice you know mean bull or anything and the bull's coming at you, I mean you don't want to hesitate, right? You want to get out of the way. In cowboy and in rodeo and all that stuff, if you hesitate coming out of that box and you're a calf roper, you're going to be late and you're not going to win the money. Here's the point: you cannot hesitate. In a lot of instances, there's no way that you can win, and it's and it's probably going to cost you more if you hesitate. Now, here's the point that I want to make today. Spiritually speaking, we cannot hesitate. We cannot hesitate. I know you guys probably didn't bring your Bible, but I want to read you a story out of Matthew chapter 14. If you have your Bibles, you're welcome to turn there. Matthew chapter 14. I want you to hear this story. Many of you guys have heard this story before, but I want you to hear it today. And I want you to listen for one word. You ready? Here's the word. Immediately. Immediately, I want you to listen for that word. Listen to this. Listen to this scripture. Verse 22 of chapter 14 of Matthew. Listen to what it says. It says, Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. 
When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them, walking on the water, and walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. The Lord, and, and, and then Peter said, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water. And Jesus replied, Come. Then Peter got out and down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. When he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. And immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. And he said, You're of little faith. Why did you doubt? Now, I want, to, I want us to pray together and ask the Lord to bless the rest of our time. <clears throat> Lord, I thank you for the, the cool breeze. I thank you for the sunshine. And I thank you for uh, all, everybody that's here today. And Lord, today, maybe there's somebody in this place that is going through the storm like these disciples did. And Lord, today, I pray that you would just speak directly to them. And Lord, for those of us that we may not be in a storm right now, but, but we know somebody that's in a storm, may we take notes today. May we be ready to give them an answer so that they can have hope and they can have peace and so that they are not fearful of what's, what's going on. And so, Lord, we pray that you would just speak to our hearts today. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I want us to look at what happens when we do or do not hesitate in our ride with Christ. Okay, that's what we're going to look at. The number one point that I want to make today is this. or the, the first point that I want to make today is this. In the story, number one, Jesus didn't hesitate. Think about it. Jesus didn't hesitate. Listen to uh, verse 26 and 27. It says, when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. But Jesus, what? What's the word? Immediately said to them, take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Now, I know that this is kind of a dumb question, but for all of us, we've all been in a bad way. We've all been in a storm in our life. We've all experienced something bad. Maybe you've experienced loss. Maybe it was the loss of a, of a friend. Maybe it was the loss of a child. Maybe, I, I don't know what you've lost, but we've all lost things in our lives. And we've all been in that storm. I want to share a little story about my storm. Um, and, and there's countless stories that I could tell. But about four years ago, my wife was pregnant. Uh, with our with our second child and his name his name's Hank, but uh, uh, it came upon one night that uh, we were at my my brother's house and uh, my wife began to have complications and uh, was was experiencing a lot of you know stuff going on and and so we rushed straight to the hospital. We got to the hospital and and, and the bleeding and everything was still happening and and we were showing signs of what, what was a miscarriage and. Uh, I'll never forget it. It was one of the hardest times of my life, and I was I was terrified that we were going to lose our child. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget as well, knowing that all I could do, and, and the best thing that I could do, was pray. And so I got on the phone, and I text every male, female on my phone, and I said, you guys need to pray. 
that this baby is fine. And the doctor and, and, and we, we, I mean, we just sat there and prayed. We didn't know what else to do, and that was the greatest thing that we could do. And here's the thing that I, I realized in that situation. God never hesitated to bring us peace. Again, I was terrified. My wife was terrified. My parents were all there, her parents. Everybody was there. But we were going through this storm in our life. But I knew that God was there. And thank God, my son, Hank, is four years old today. Or not today, but he's four years old. <laughs> so we praise God for that. But listen, in this story, the disciples are in a bad way. The storm is raging. And, and, and what seems like a ghost walking on the water, and they're, they're terrified. But Jesus immediately said to them, he said, take courage. It is I. And Jesus didn't hesitate. Now, here's the second point. Peter's the other uh, guy in the story. And, and here's the second point. Peter didn't hesitate at first. Right? Peter didn't hesitate at first. Um, listen to 28 and 29. It says, Lord, Peter's talking. He says, Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. How many of you guys like Peter? Anybody read about Peter in the Bible? He's one of my favorite characters in the Bible. You know why? He had grit. He had boldness. He wasn't afraid. I don't know about you, but I can just see Peter because I know Peter's story and I've read the Bible. Listen, I can see Peter leaping out of the boat. Maybe pulling off like a can opener or a gainer or something. You know, off the side of the boat. I, don't, I can just see Peter leaping off the boat and maybe even running across the water. But I love Peter. But here's the thing. We see him get out of the boat and trust Jesus enough to walk on the water. Peter didn't hesitate. He didn't hesitate. And here's the question I have for you. Maybe Jesus has told you to come. Maybe he's spoken to you. Maybe he's given you something that he wants you to do, and you've hesitated. You've not uh, maybe stepped out of the boat. Maybe, maybe it's forgiving someone. He said, I need you to forgive that person. And you said, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait. Maybe it's uh, coming to him. Maybe it's giving him your heart. Maybe it's sharing Jesus with someone else. Listen, it's time to get it done. It's not time to hesitate. Now, here's the third point. Peter, Peter hesitates, and it cost him. First, he didn't hesitate. He got out of the boat, but then listen to what happened. In verse 30, it says, when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. Listen, here's Peter. Peter gets out of the boat. He's walking on water. But then he looks at the waves, and he gets distracted, and he hesitates. And what happens? He starts to sink. He goes down. And, and again, here's what happens a lot of times when we hesitate to do what God's told us to do. You know what happens? Satan gets the first step. Think about it. Satan gets the first step. If you've ever, uh, if you've ever been in a pen with a bunch of calves or something, and you and you feel like you're the man, and you try to get one in a corner, you know, and it's like a five weight calf, and you try to get it in the corner, and, and you're trying to work this calf without any help or anything, you know what? If you hesitate, you're gonna get the snot kicked out of you. I, I've been there. Haven't anybody else been there? You've hesitated to blow two and one, and you got the snot kicked out of you. Listen, that's what happened to Peter. Peter hesitated, and Satan got the first step. 
Oftentimes, listen, when we hesitate to do what God wants us to do, guess what? Satan creeps in. He gets into our minds. He gets in, he gets us distracted with the ways of life and the whims of life. That's what happened to Peter, and that can happen to us. But I want you to catch this last point, and I'm done. Here's the greatest thing. Here, listen to this. Number four is this. In spite of Peter's hesitation, Jesus doesn't hesitate to help him. Think about it. Listen to verse 31. It says, Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, Why did you doubt? Here's the cool thing about Jesus. Many of you guys, you've gone, maybe you've gotten out of the boat or you've gotten, you know, you're in a relationship with God, but you've hesitated. There's been a sin that's gotten into your life and you're hesitating. And you think, can God forgive me of that? I mean, I know I'm supposed to do that, but I've hesitated. And I know I'm living in sin. I know I'm doing something wrong, but I'm hesitating. Can God really forgive me of that? Will he really save me? Will he really work to, to, to bring me back into a right relationship with him? Here's my answer. You bet he will. Peter hesitated. And what did Jesus do? Did he go, hey, you can sit there for a little while. Just, just, just take in a little bit of that water. Let it go up your nose. No, he didn't do that, did he? He reached down and he didn't hesitate and he grabbed a hold of Peter and he saved him. Here's the cool thing about Christ. If you will not hesitate to ask for forgiveness, he will not hesitate to forgive you. Amen? I don't know about you, but I've experienced that in my life. Some of you guys are here today, and the storm is raging, but you're hesitating. Some of you are Christians, and you're sinking. You're sinking because you're living in a sin that you know that God has called you out of, and he wants you to stop being distracted by the world, distracted by the wind, and he wants you to come to him. Maybe you're here today, and you're lost. You don't know Christ personally. He's been calling your name for years, and you've hesitated. And you said, no, not right now. I've got plenty of living to do. Listen, do not hesitate any longer. Here's the cool thing about when we don't hesitate. When I don't hesitate, not only does God change my life, guess what? He changes the, the world around me. Did you catch that? Listen, listen to verse 32. And when they climbed back into the boat, after Peter's been saved, listen to this. It says, when they climbed back into the boat, they, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him saying, truly, you are the Son of God. Now, here's my point. If you will stop, listen, if you will stop hesitating on doing what God has called you to do, if you'll begin to obey Christ, He will not only change your life, He will change the lives of those around you. Listen, at Thousand Hills Ranch Church, it's not about you and me necessarily. If we can be right with God, God will change our world. And so here's my question. Are you hesitating? Maybe God spoke into your heart and he said, you need to give your life to Christ. You're, you're lost. You don't know him personally. You may have gone to church all your life, and you're quote, unquote, a Christian by outward appearance, but inward, you don't truly know Christ personally. Listen, today is the day to stop hesitating, and it's the day to give your life to him. I'm going to ask you to bow your head and close your eyes for just a minute.
How many of you this morning would be willing to admit that for some reason right now in your life you're hesitating to do what God has asked you to do? Anybody be willing to raise their hand and say that? Be honest. Thank you. All across the all across the stadium. Maybe it's it's giving your life to Him. Maybe you're here today and you've never truly done that. Listen, I hope that you will do that today. You say, Bo, how do I do that? How do I give Him my life today? Listen, it's simple. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says that if you will confess Jesus as Lord of your life, that means you open up your mouth and you confess Him as your Lord. And that you will believe that God raised Him from the dead. He has resurrected. Then you will be And so maybe you need to do that today. Maybe it's just being obedient for you. Maybe God has called you to be obedient and you've hesitated. Maybe you need to confess that and say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for hesitating to do what you you called me to do. Maybe you you need to just return to Christ. You have a relationship with him, but you're living in a sin and you just need to ask for forgiveness for that. Listen, it's time to stop hesitating. If our world, listen, if our world is going to be changed, we cannot hesitate. We must pray, we must reach out, and then we must do what God has called us to do. And so I hope that you'll commit with me to do that. Listen, here at Thousand Hills, we don't ask you to come to the front. We don't, that's one of the religious barriers that we've torn down. But here's all we ask you to do. If you're here today and you've made a decision to follow Christ or you want to, you know, get help, you got some questions and you want answers, listen, here's all we ask you to do. Go to the guest table off to the north of the bleachers here and grab one of those orange sheets, place it in the offering bucket, and we will contact you. It's that simple. And so if you've made a decision today, if you've recommitted your life and you've given your life to Christ for the first time, we hope that you'll do that that we can walk alongside of you and help you grow in your walk with Christ. I want to thank each, each person for being here. I want to close this in a word of prayer and then we will uh, we will get ready for lunch. Lord, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for all those that are here today. And Lord, today, may they have heard from you. And may they realize that if they hesitate, it not only could cost them, it could cost those around them. Lord, maybe it's for the fathers today that are hesitating on being the godly man that you call them to be. Maybe it's the mothers that maybe have hesitated to be the godly mother that you've called them to be. Maybe it's the single mom or the sing, the single mom or the single dad or or the the teenager that you've called them to be a godly person and they're hesitating. Lord, I pray today that we would stop hesitating. today that you would strengthen us, and though we may be living in fear, that you will grant us peace and hope. Lord, we love you, and we thank you for today. It's in your holy name I pray. Amen. All right. Thank-